Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Yes, we are live on location. Tom Sampson, Chief of the Calgary Emergency Management Agency. And uh, just before we went on the air, Tom's looking around this area. And Tom, take me back five years ago. Um, Am I underwater right now if this was five years ago? You're probably right on the edge of it. But, you know, the interesting thing is the old settlers put Fort Calgary where it is. And Fort Calgary did not flood. So they obviously knew what they were doing then. They didn't have all those hydrologic (laughs) studies, but they knew where they were going. (laughs) This is the highest point in this confluence. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah, five years ago, uh, a lot of people are saying that was so long ago. Other people are saying, no, it's still very clear in my memory. I, I, I like to ask all my guests, though, uh, some of the memories you have from 2013. Well, I, I don't think you can, that the, if there was something that stands out, it's the Herculean effort made by Calgarians to help each other when there was a problem. I mean, they, they all, you know, most of them evacuated when we asked them to. There was a few who didn't, and I think we did about 450 water rescues. But, you know, the, the, the vast majority did what we asked, and then they came back out to help their neighbors, and that was the piece I remember so well. Yeah, and I remember walking through my old community. Sadly, my former house was flooded, but to walk through my community and see everyone helping, emptying out basements, you know, I just yeah. remember that thinking, wow. All right, that's five years ago. What has happened in the five years since then, especially when it comes to how we prepare ourselves for something that could happen again in the future. Well, flood is our number number one risk, and it remains our number one risk in Calgary. And so we've spent a lot of time. We had a, a lot of lessons we needed to learn. Um, we didn't communicate as well to business as as we could have done. And so we structured a deal with the Calgary Chamber of Commerce, and they've they've put out a, I call it a non-denominational. But if you're a business, you can register with the Calgary Chamber. You don't need to you don't need to pay any money or anything else and we bring the Calgary Chamber right into our emergency operations center we communicate to them and they communicate to business mm. um, we do the same we've got the apps now the Alberta emergency alert app um, we, we can communicate better with the public but we can also communicate through that uh, alert ready program the one that the national program where we can hit your cell phone so we can inform the public a little bit better and hopefully we'd get better when we asked for you to evacuate, hopefully we'd get better results when we evacuate. We've obviously done exercise after exercise on this. And, and this year, um, you know, the, the government gave us, the Alberta government gave us an extra million dollars and, an, and another million behind it if we need it to take a bit of a more forward-leaning stance. So we, we put on standby 130 high-volume pumps, and they're ready for areas like Hillhurst Sunnyside. Uh, in case we seal that area all up and then we get water from behind us, the water resources people will be in there to pump that all out and get rid of that water, get it out into the into the river again. Uh, but we've also bought more dam material, uh, you know, so that we can we can block off areas better. So we've just been spending every year we've been spending a lot of money trying to get Calgary ready for the next time, but it's not good enough. And and that's the thing I think that it, it feels frustrating to have done all that effort. And I think the mayor said this morning we spent over 150 million dollars in getting ready, but until we get upstream mitigation, we're done. Uh, and you know you can do everything you want on the elbow, for example, and everything we do, including raise the dam up, which will be done in a couple of years. Uh, we'll only mitigate 20% of the problem there. 
So we've got to have the upstream mitigation. And so even without that upstream mitigation, then you're saying if we were hit with another flood like that, yes, you've got better communication. Yes, you've got better dam um, equipment, but you may not be able to protect the neighborhoods that you want to protect. No, that's true. And certainly uh, the elbow is in in tougher shape than is the bow. I mean, there's there's 11 dams between here and Lake Minnewanka, nine of which are controllable. And, you know, our government's gone and negotiated with TransAlta agreement to lower all those levels as much as we can. So we can absorb quite a hit, but we still can't absorb the kind of rainfall that we had. And if we had that rainfall again this year, you know, all those people who are flooded, they may be evacuated and and some of them may be flooded again. And so that's the thing. That's the thing why we need that upstream mitigation. We just... I sound like a broken record, but... <laughs> or a politician. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm but sorry. that's the frustrating part, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Because you know that you've learned so much, yep. but there's one key ingredient here to make sure that we can protect Calgary in the future. Right. And, and we, I mean, we'll be better at protecting the critical infrastructure. And so we're it's more likely. Our friends in NMAX have worked so hard to make sure they can keep the power on an area so people's sump pumps will work. But all our partners have worked and done different things, which will make it better. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have to evacuate people, you're still going to move them out of their homes and businesses are going to be impacted if we get the same kind of rainfall. Wow. And I can tell you, it doesn't make you sleep well at night when that happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you know what? I, I guess the last five years, every June, because we know that's the heaviest precipitation yep. we can see in the city, I, I think in the last couple of years, what has the precipitation been like? Because well, it, you know, it's, no one's gotten too, too nervous, it seems. Oh, I'm, I'm always Well, you're always nervous, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not nervous, nervous, but, you know, until you've ever been flooded yourself, and I have been, um, you don't know what that feels like. Yeah. And so I'm always nervous. This this week, right now, this week, is that when we get 70% of our high flows. And so, you know, it's it's this actual week that gives And so I watch this rain forecast, and oh, no, no, they're saying it's going to go away, it's going to be good. Right. But that's what they said last time, so, yeah. Well, and, and rain's just one part of it, right? It and is. We're watching what's happening with the snowpack melt and everything else. Uh, Tom, if nothing else, can we say that we had to go through that disaster to improve things? Because just the things that you're pointing out at the beginning, I'm saying, wow, obviously we needed to have this lesson so we're better in the future. Well, you know what they say is no disaster should should get wasted, right? And so I I, I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't wish it upon my, my worst enemy. But uh, we did have to go through it because it kind of made us pull up our socks a bit, and we still have some work to go, and we can make it better. Tom, thanks so much for your time. Oh, thank you. Tom Sampson, Chief of the Calgary Emergency Management Agency. It is 517.